Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? So I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. So we got a little bit of a half and half episode for you guys today, but both stories center around Xbox and Nintendo. So for our first story, let's talk about Call of Duty coming to the Nintendo Switch. The boss man himself, Phil Spencer, tweeted the news stating, Microsoft has entered a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo following the merger of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Microsoft is committed to helping bring more games to more people however they so choose to play. I am also pleased to confirm that Microsoft has committed to continue to offer Call of Duty on Steam simultaneously to Xbox after we've closed the merger with Activision Blizzard. Phil Spencer went on to tell the Washington Post that once the merger is complete in June of 2023, the promise of this will take some time to happen, but when everyone finds their footing, Call of Duty will launch on a Switch at the same time as PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Now, this is big news since the last Call of Duty to hit a Nintendo-branded product was Call of Duty Ghosts, along with Black Ops 2 on the Wii U back in 2013, which was a full nine years ago. Now, upon hearing this news, my mind immediately gravitated towards the recent graphical problems that the Switch more specifically encountered with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And this is all due to the console's dated tech. So, is there really more to read into here? Personally, I believe this could signal a potential Switch successor, coming fairly soon, maybe in time for the next Call of Duty. Let's be honest, that Switch can barely run Pokemon. What makes you think it's going to run Modern Warfare 2? Alright, so let's say everything goes according to plan and Call of Duty comes to the Switch or whatever thing they got cooking next. How much is Call of Duty going to cost? Well, the short answer here is 70 bucks, but let's break that down. This $70 price tag will be implemented on games like Starfield, Redfall, and Forza Motorsport, along with many other games down the line, which I assume are the Elder Scrolls and Fable games. Now, back in October, Phil Spencer did allude to this, stating... I do think at some point we'll have to raise the prices on certain things. But going into this holiday, we thought it would be important to maintain those prices. We've held price on our console, we've held price on our games, and our subscription. I don't think that will be able to happen forever. Now, price increases aren't a new thing in the gaming industry, because back in August, Sony did increase their prices of their consoles in select countries, and the popular NBA 2K devs priced their most recent entry at $70. A Microsoft sales rep also spoke with IGN on this matter. This price reflects the content scale and technical complexity of those titles. Now, the $60 price point for most games has been the norm for the past 15 years, which was right around the PS3 and Xbox 360 era. To be fair, since then development costs of games have gone way up and are more expensive than ones released back in the day. But I do know one thing, I sure as hell wouldn't want to be a Microsoft, let alone any of these devs releasing a game at $70. Claiming this price reflects the content and complexity, which then the game goes on to launch as a broken, buggy mess. Now, a cool tidbit of information here is Polygon reported that a game like Madden, back in 2005, 
costed around 25 to 35 million dollars to make but if you look at what it costs today to make that game you're looking at around 75 to 100 million dollars which is nearly triple the price before we continue the show i wanted to take a little time to talk about noom Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl this is why you see things like dlc and microtransactions in those kind of games it's all to recoup the cost now you don't believe me well it was reported that in 2021 alone 61 percent of activision blizzard's revenue was earned via microtransactions now me being a little cynical here what games from microsoft have this complexity or content scale they're talking about that we haven't seen already starfield seems to be that game with its bold claims of a vast open world and with it not releasing on last gen consoles But games like Avowed, Redfall, and even Everwild don't seem like they're on a new crazy level of gaming. Now, to date myself here a little bit, I remember when N64 games being well over 60 bucks at around 75 bucks each so i guess i was kind of prepared for this now if you adjust that number for inflation today and you're looking at a roughly 142 dollar game now as far as a price increase goes for game pass i'm sure that's well on its way and just a bold prediction here i think elder scrolls will launch on the next gen xbox Potentially because I don't see it getting done until the next three or four years, which would be just around 2026, 2027, so a price increase there would make sense. So with all that being said, I'm going to pass this question off to you. First of all, how do you feel about a price increase, and do you trust devs to release a game that is so complex and jam-packed with content? Me personally, I really don't, given all these AAA games that have been released with all these bugs, glitches, and everything. Just just nail a basic launch, please. But that about does it here for all things gaming. And what you could do to do the right thing is listen to more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Lowdown every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. But I'll see you guys next time. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.